18, starting four minutes early and a day early as well for once mm. we're doing this on Wednesday. Yeah. It makes you a new change. I just want to see if I can get it into a gallery mode. There we go. I think that's much more appropriate for a discussion. And uh, yeah, man. So what's been going on? Oh, uh, you know, just the just the same old, hey. Um, just like, uh, yeah, I, I don't really know where to start, to be honest. Um, I hear that. I think a good place to start is from like I, I statements and what you're, what you're um, thinking about, what you're experiencing and um, go from there. Yep. And for me, it's just like, uh, I think it's like an emotional experience, isn't it? I think everyone's going through some emotional turmoil right now. So it's a lot of chaos. And um, yeah, to me, it feels like there's going to be more chaos for a while. And then we're just going to adjust to the chaos, right? I don't know. That's well, just my gut feeling. Um, I don't know. Like, what do we talk about? Do we talk about politics? Do we talk about, like, just, like, I can tell you, for me, my life hasn't changed. Like, I'm still going on the same. That's what I'm saying. So, like, me personally, I'm not, like, that affected by it. And, yeah, what is it, I guess, hey? So what do you think the emotional reaction is that you're having? What do you think that has to do with? Because I, I relate to that as well. I've, I'm changing a lot and I'm feeling a lot of emotion that's new to me. Mm. Yeah, it's just like, um, I guess to me it feels like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know how much like you're saying. I don't know how much of this stuff is like personal to me and how much of it is like, uh, like a collective um, shift um yeah like it's a lot of the stuff we've been like discussing um on the show right um and it's to me like uh it's like things like we we now have adjusted to like a new way of living isn't it it's like a new era we've entered um i don't even know what to really compare it to um I was pretty young. I don't know. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's like uh, everything for me is just like political. Like, everything is political. That's how I feel like. Um, even to, to the point where it comes down to, for me, it basically comes down to the most simple. Like, when I look, when I'm thinking about things, sometimes I, I bring it down to like almost like our, and this is Joe Rogan does this as well, like the monkey brain type thing. And it like, it comes down to how are we eating and how are we behaving. And it, it, to me, at that point, that's when it, 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 it gets pretty wild because I think a lot of uh, a lot of our shit, like I think there's just like a lot of unhealthiness going on. And that's basically what it, what it comes down to. It's like health has become the most politicized thing ever, which is pretty unbelievable. And in what way? What, what way are you referencing? In what way am I? See, this is what I'm saying. It's almost like we have no like uh, um, language to talk about it, do we? Because like when I say health has become the most politicized thing ever, it almost you could just say it doesn't mean anything, right? Well, I mean, 
I, when you say that, I'm thinking about militant vegans and stuff like that and how it's um, <laughs> militant you know. vegans are, t- are to blame. <laughs> no, it's, well, um, they're going through milit- a process, and I, I, I completely understand that. It's a process. I never got really too militant. Uh, when I, I was vegan for four years and I eat a diet that resembles something somewhat close to veganism now, but not entirely vegan. And, um, you know, it's like a reaction to, um, I don't think many people enjoy uh, seeing the cruelty to animals that has been going on and to, in order to keep up with a mass produced market. But a lot of us tend to turn a blind eye and just keep going and just keep eating this food, even though we don't really know like what happened to get it onto our plate. And that disconnect with our food symbolizes a disconnect we have with ourselves and with our society, how we're in our own, as Philip Dick would put it, our own private delusional worlds where we're not really acknowledging the footprint of everything, like how that food got there, how the fuel got in our car and stuff like that. Um, But we were living in a society where, things were plodding along and there was a lot of order and then now the chaos has come and destabilized that order because it was uh, a ticking time bomb. It was only going to last for so long. And we've had people say this for a long time. I remember hearing people back when I was Are you talking about the feminist? No, there's, there's, there's militant vegans and then there's feminist militant vegans, right? Okay, that could be another completely... New category. Yeah. Yeah. When things tend to get categorized that much, I just like, you know, tell me, you can tell me what it is if you like. Um, I, this is what I always call it communism. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm always like railing against communism. I think it's like, I think it's bad because it's killed a lot of people in the past, like, hundred years and that's like that's how i see it because a lot of these there's there's a lot of these like words being thrown around like it's almost like utopia right like where (laughs) we can all just eat like uh these vegetables or whatever that are like organically grown and it's good for the earth and and um and then everyone anyone can be whatever gender they want and it's just like it's almost like uh utopia through like i don't know these good feelings and it's like a modern modern form of it and then like all of these like companies they like uh signal their virtue about how much they care about like uh trans lgbtq or whatever um and it's like, yeah, all those things are nice, but like the over like uh, signaling, I think that that signal that signals something deeper that like this culture is in like it's like crying and like screaming for help. It's like a decline of culture. There's like there's nothing there because in fact, ultimately, what it, everything simply comes down to is like this, um, like survivalist like mentality and it's like it just seems like most cultures are like declining like and i i can describe that in the sense of i don't know much about australian history i live in australia and i know that like the people that first came out here they were like it was like coming to the fucking moon they were like fucking prisoners and like i don't know most of them like came 
they were like, yeah, right. Isn't that the story? Like the folk folklore, like most people that have, uh, that are like Australians, many generations back, they were like prisoner, like they stole a loaf of bread or something. And they ended up like in Australia. And then like, there was a lot of families and stuff that basically built up like this continent essentially. And like, I feel a lot of time, like at the moment, like a lot of those people, what they did, they're called like racist. They're called like, they did all this like bad shit. And it's just like, but hold on. They built this thing that like generations inherited. That's like one of the best places in the world to live. And people are taught to like hate that or like, I don't know, not be proud of that. To me, that is, that is wild. And that is what, um, they call in communism like demoralization when you demoralize a um, a populace to hate themselves. So, do you feel that we're living in a communist regime disguised as democracy, or because what what is this theme with communism <laughs> like coming up for you? It's just as- like a collectivist thing where like the the individual is suppressed, so. Not many people, I don't think we have many, like, uh, strong, like, individual, like, um, people in our society. We're, like, 27-year-old men now, and when we look around, most other 27-year-old men are um, excited that the latest PS5 has come out and excited to just, like, stay home and play games when, like, uh, the 27-year-old men that... um, came to Australia as um, whatever, as prisoners or whatever, a lot of them worked and created something awesome. And it's just like, if you're not creating, you're, um, you're falling, in my opinion. That's the way I see things. So and ultimately, what I think all of this LGBTQ or whatever has done, like, and I'm not having a go, like, if you're transgender or gay or whatever, I think it's cool. I'm just saying that it's like the fact that it's become overly, like, um, a big thing, right? I think what ultimately has done is it's like created this confusion and killed masculinity. That's well, just my I- opinion. I always uh, I always find it really funny. I would um, log into my NAB account. That's my bank, National Australian Bank. And um, there would be all this, like you're calling it virtue signaling of like uh, we support homosexuality and stuff like that. And it's like, who's we? Like you're a bank yeah. with a bunch of employees. Did you check with every single employee to see if they support homosexuality? No, you didn't. So you're you're making this kind of signal that is so obviously what you're calling a virtue signal. And um, that to me is just really funny, but it's also very disingenuous. It's like a front. Um, And yeah, I guess that's like where our society has gotten to with like advertising is, is sending all these signals. And I feel that the solution is to take care of your own kingdom and rise the serpent that yeah, is the creative it, energy. Right? And like, that's it a hundred percent because it's so easy to be locked up into like some, uh, like essentially it's like a dopamine cycle. Right. And, um, I think that's what's, um, what's happened. I was just reading just before this, this article on, um, peak prosperity and they're calling 
they have this article about like um, weapons of uh, it's called weapons of mass deception. I don't know. Maybe we can include a link to it. But anyway, it's on my mind. So I just thought I could talk about it, and it's sort of related. And like the idea is they're talking about this like new Netflix documentary called like the the social dilemma or something, and it's about like how big tech tech is manipulating our like uh, thinking and behavior. And um, I'm kind of just like scrolling through it now. I can basically like sum it up where it's like they have the potential to like uh, persuade us with um, basically what's shown on on your Facebook feed um, or whatever feed, information feed you use. Um, and then that, that uh, so that, talking about how um our head um our, our minds have a lot of shortcuts in our brains like you just we just have these things like when i when i say like uh i don't know or just because like just like if i say something like they call it a just because thing and it's just like uh something like the science says so like science is reliable you know that so in a brain it's like your short a shortcut in your brain if if something is explained by science you're like you can immediately um say okay fuck science is pretty good like it's fucking gives me electricity and all this shit right and like medicine and like makes our lives better like you can't argue with that right science but then it's like if we have this thing in our head where like i can almost tell you anything and it's like i can convince you if i convince you because science then like, uh, you get what I'm saying? That's like a shortcut in your brain that I can use to get you to believe what I'm saying, if that makes sense in a roundabout way. If you're not aware of those things, yeah, you can have things planted in them and then you would then subsequently believe them. Yeah, right. So it's like a psychology thing. So this is, I'm still learning about all this stuff in a way. Um, there's like a, there's like a book about it um, that explains it better, but um, that's what I that's what I read in the article that they're getting this idea from. So like these like triggers, right? Um, it's like they convince you to accept like a new thing, right? And then they and then they're explaining how, and then the, and then you get told to like act now or whatever. Things have to happen now, like you know what I mean? It's like very like. Uh, fear-based um sort of thing so in a way you could argue and this is what this like article in the way argues is like our minds our minds have been hacked in a sense because we are so like interconnected with these like networks or whatever and they're influencing our behavior so much um and you know there's now certain ideas right that are considered uh threatening right and there's certain censorship for you for certain ideas to be a little bit more resistant if you get what i'm saying and certain ideas to be more accessible to you do you get what i'm saying someone else is uh deciding that and these people are called fact checkers right are you following me so what's a fact checker <clears throat> a person who decide a person who decides what content is uh um acceptable and what content is uh threatening to community guidelines well look this is the interest this is where i'm going to jump in nick because it sounds very yeah, well sure. and it and it is very uh, well uh, uh, but it, 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 it wait, is wait 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 but the important thing is it requires your i'm not participation. trying to like freak you out either <laughs> no 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 it, it requires yeah. your participation this is the thing yeah I, i'm just saying what i'm trying to say but if we are aware of it 
I also see tremendous mm. like uh, potential, right? Like yeah. I'm not saying like I'm also trying not to say um, you know technology is like oh shit. It's easy to get stuck in that and be like just don't use anything almost, which I can advocate for. Like I think there's no point getting a lot of these things like these devices, like um, what what are they called? The Ale Amazon Alexas or whatever. Like yeah. They they convenient, but they actually like uh, pretty pretty like that like they are spyware. They're always listening to you, so it's just like well, no matter even if someone gives it to you for free, you're not re you're not gonna want it. Hey, it's not attractive. Um, I'm but, interested in having one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this kind of like less is more like uh, mentality where we can we can. We can, we also have the potential. That's the thing. We also like the reality is, yeah, scary on Orwellian how um, some of these big tech firms are behaving and using their uh, influence, right? And it's like some people are saying it's like they've come to the point where they're not like a utility, you know, like they should be counted like an internet it's a service, like uh, your ISP services, like your internet service provider. Um, doesn't take responsibility for like which content to it. They do some things like they, they do block some things, but for the most part, you can say like uh, the internet has remained like sort of censorship free for the most part. Like, and then what these like social media providers are, they're kind of like a walled garden within, within the internet. And that's where a lot of people, this is how I see it anyway. And then they've taken up upon themselves to be like instead of being like we are just we're just like the utility like we're, we're just the distributor like uh that's kind of what isp's done have, have sort of done for the internet right where they kind of just said we're just like your gateway to the internet they could be like we're just like the social media platforms could be just like we're just like a gateway to like ideas and if like i don't know i'm sure there is a line with um well like who are we kidding it, this sort of censorship has only really come about like big time. I, I think in the past like 12 months and ultimately the point I was trying to like relate it to is like, I'm interested in the, in the carnivore community and this like brings it back full circle with the whole vegan thing. And it's not really that like, um, the, the carnivore community, I don't see it as like an assault on, um, on on veganism or anything it's more of like a hey you can just eat meat and it solves a lot of problems for a lot of people and um yeah i'm just seeing like a lot of censorship from like the um tech companies in this sort of thing and, and then it just makes you think of like well whose interests are at play here for these ideas like it sounds like it's almost like a seal of honor like your ideas are threatening to someone it's just like wow okay so you're seeing censorship from big tech towards information, spreading information about the carnivore diet. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not like a, 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 a huge, like uh conspiracy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the information. So like, I, I I'm aware of the is. carnivore diet, but I'm not like, I, um... but it's just like, cause I'm in the community, so to speak. And I know some people I've spoken to people on my podcast in, 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 in the community. I've kind of just, I've been sort of interested in it for over a year now. And it's just something I noticed that comes, it's come up for me. Like I, I couldn't like people's posts or anything, but I don't want to, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually I was going to say, I don't want to make this all about me, but yeah, this is, the fucking Lee and Nick show, so I, it is all about me. 
so yeah that's the fucking um that's what that's what happened and i noticed it a while ago and i'm noticing it more but at the moment i'm not actively posting like carnival content i've experienced it in the way i couldn't like other carnival people shit it was like you can't you you it's almost like Instagram was telling me like you are too excited about this or the idea you can't wait so Instagram just just to jump in here like Instagram wouldn't let you like someone's post that was related to carnivore could you access yeah the post? yeah I can't remember the that's I've experienced that personally yes really and, and how many like, times have you experienced uh, this um multiple multiple times um especially when i was really into carnival things look i'm i'm not saying they maybe maybe instagram thought i was a bot like because you know that's people create fake accounts to like other things um maybe i was like like in that sense um but i don't know i think i I wasn't like i was that that's just when i was really into carnivore and connecting um with a lot of carnivore people um and it's it's not like the, the thing is it's not that big a deal like i think the carnival community is pretty like resilient and uh they're gonna like i think that it's there's so much like uh good people that i've seen that are like uh you know becoming healthier and like um basically like doing incredible things like uh but it's crazy i've also had like on my podcast personally there was a there was a lady who i i had on there i can't remember which episode it was she was awesome um she's a she's a nurse and she was talking about how carnivals like changed her life for the better she'd been suffering for years and she felt like uncomfortable to like uh use her full name um as the on the podcast you just in, in case she got found out because she's just she's in a almost a a second of like finishing a um nursing course and she was like uh for, if it comes up in google or something because they obviously we all get google search probably before you go into um some sort of uh position of um i don't know you know what i mean like where you're facing the public or something i don't i don't know i'm sure i'm sure like i'm, I'm sure even if you're potentially hiring someone you, you just google their name right like um the, it's turned out like whatever trails we have we leave on the internet like sort of uh influence how we are perceived in like the real world right but the thing i want to say is is like i think for the most part like and i can understand like that sort of thing that happens um but it just shows that like um there's certain that it's real like i've experienced it i've seen it there's certain ideas that are very positive to us um as a species as a species or whatever or like on a human being level that are being um suppressed right um in terms of like this this idea does is maybe not safe and it's probably not not everyone should it shouldn't be easily accessible to anyone in fact it could be potentially harmful well what's what i'm thinking about i'm thinking about someone called Sadhguru. if you've heard of him no so he's a guru from india he travels the world he disseminates very positive uh liberating messages for humankind and all of his information is able to flow out easily. 
So I'm feeling that censorship would probably come more frequently by those who attack the system. I get you, right? I get what you're saying. And, 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 and my, my suggestion is to... that rather than attacking the system, we go with the system and change yeah. through through flow I... rather than change through resistance because resistance only breeds conflict, whereas going with the system, because if the system senses everybody and everything, the system Yeah, flows. this is what I wanted to say. And it's like you can view it as a thing as what I think like what I can add to that is you can also then view it as like uh, these ideas, you can view them as like energy, right? And these energies are getting trapped in like a certain system, right? Right. And they're, they're just going to like, if they can't, like if they if the energy is growing there and it's being suppressed, it's just going to come out and there will be other systems where it can go into where it can flourish, right? Right, and that's are. really where I see ultimately, um, I don't know how, how it's all going to pan out, but just from my understanding, I see that like um, technologies that enable more freedom of speech are just going to flourish, right? Um, and ultimately, that's why I think um, uh, uh, just to bring it back to politics, America really f flourished like in the past like, hundred years or whatever, because they used to like really freedom of speech was a much more bigger thing. And it's interesting that, um, you know, this is sort of happening as well from, you know, private companies, mind you, that are, uh, um, that are, uh, like sort of like behind a lot of this, uh, crushing of freedom of speech. But at the end of the day, I still think like, okay, like uh, it's like I was saying, it's like maybe potentially new platforms um, could emerge. And I already seen like a lot of them, like for me anyway, that I seen is like BitChute instead of YouTube. Um, I, I don't know. There's, you know, these things are sort of coming out. Other people have realized there's potential to make money um, if you um, can create some platform that is more, resilient to censorship right it's um it's an interesting time um and i love this idea from the kabbalah which is an ancient jewish text that there is no evil that really evil is just us like the collective there's no one true source of evil everything like so these private companies and they're they're proposed as being evil but really it's interesting that yeah I, I i get what you're kind of saying right and it's like we also like the most powerful thing we can do right is not like is to like we separate because what, what i'm seeing is happening a lot right is like a lot of people are getting very like arguing and like divided on these networks right and it's just like why don't we go and try find uh, this is what like your idea like why don't we try and find other networks where we can be more peaceful and more productive right um and that's what i think um ultimately it comes down to and it's like i do agree with like the the article bringing it back here when it sort of said our minds have sort of been hacked in a way that's how it sort of feels right because then that ultimately explains that yeah a lot of people are good right inherently they've just sort of been kind of stuck in like a computer system or whatever you want to call it of, or operating system in their mind right. that isn't like optimal right um and yeah it's like well it's possible to um to do uh to to 
to change it to like, you know, maybe being more in control personally of your system. And then that, this like, this is like, this is where like things get interesting for me, right? Because then it relates to um, things like, uh, well, you know, we've become, we've basically merged a lot of the times with our computers, right? And like, the thing is, it's like, right? So like your, your computer or your operating system is like sort of like an extension of yourself. And most people's computer is like their smartphone probably um, or even laptop. And there's all these articles about how like Apple and Microsoft, they're always like, well, it's all of us. Like whatever you're doing, whatever your app you're using is sort of being sent by like uh, data to been collected right and it's like yeah all that stuff does sound orwellian and i say all this stuff but then it's just like we do have like free software alternatives and then you've got to like think like well wow the the crazy thing like we might personally not be using free software because um you know that hasn't been what's like uh i don't know commercially acceptable or whatever you can't play your games on them or whatever but it's there and it actually does run most of the most of the world's like most powerful um, supercomputers and stuff do actually run on free software. And when I say free, I mean like it's free as in you can check. And if you want to go to the effort of like re reading the source code yourself, you can know um, or, or, or you know someone else that can read it and that you trust that can tell you that, um, oh, no, this thing isn't like spying on you and like using that because that's that's basically what it comes down to. We can only be manipulated if we if we give up our, our data. But I know most people like in a way don't care. And I think I've um I think I've gone on a rant um today about it. Uh but it's like I think the message at the end of the day is is like, oh wow, there's also all this uh cool technology um, and it's free and cheap in a lot of ways. I think that's the super positive message that doesn't like essentially enslave us. Well, that's a, that's the final word from Nick this week in his rant about big tech and technology. And it's yeah, an important shit. subject. It's an important subject. I can't believe that's half an hour because yeah. um, it's, it's having an influence on our lives. It's having an impact on our lives, technology and, it is dualistic because there are really good ways it can have an impact and there are other ways that are challenging us. But I feel that in a sense, this is taking form and it's evolving us. And you're saying about how, you know, it can capture the mind and, um, you know, it can program the mind. This is true because you're not just the food that you digest, you're the information that you digest and the way you digest it becomes a part of your biosphere. And right. You and then it's going to affect like, the decisions you make, how you spend your it, time, it, right? Inevitably, yeah. And so you have to follow your own compass and go, am I living in a harmonious, joyful life? And if you are, you know, great. If not, what changes can you make amends to? Like, I feel that we can live in harmony with technology, absolutely. It's not either good or bad. It's not, it, it's, it's much simpler than that. It, it, it is, and it has infinite capacity. And uh, if you feel strive towards technology, I would, um, I would just say, look within and see how you're using it. Are you overusing it? Are you abusing it? Um, are, are, is it serving you or are you serving it? And it's inevitable which one is, is better is, is, is when it serves you and it makes your life better and more joyful. And, and that's how I choose to use tech. And uh, it's kind of like the Goldilocks 
not too little, not too much, just right. I use it to better my life and improve my life, but I still go and sit in the sun. I still like enjoy face-to-face interactions of other human beings. I still like to be present with my food when I eat it. Um, you know, I, I like to be with animals. Like I, they're things that are just so sweet and they enrich my life so much that like rather than spending my time totally devoted to technology, I like to work with technology and then work with like my surroundings as well, even though the technology is a part of my surroundings and find some sort of harmonic balance. And uh, as a result, we have access to information now at the click of our fingers, but it's been that paradox of choice, having access to so much information, what do we do with it? We need to learn how to integrate technology into our lives in a responsible manner. And I think um, uh, our generation has gone through the binge of technology where we become completely addicted to it. And this is what has caused a lot of the problems, but it doesn't scare me because sometimes you need to go in so far into the darkness to get slingshotted back into the light. So maybe a lot of us are using this time to really reflect on how deep we got embedded within this technological web. Not to say that we need to step out of it and not use it anymore, but use it in a healthy manner. And that involves actually discerning and understanding yourself, your emotions, how your cognition works, how your body works, um and this is all like eastern teachings as well but there are plenty of people in the west who are talking about the mind body spirit connection the emotional connection um and we didn't get given a user manual as i say uh as i've said on the past in the podcast um on how to use the body how to use the mind and how to connect healthily so we we're out of time this week but i mean we can always talk more about this next week yeah that's actually really interesting hey i I actually want to learn more about that but i guess i'm gonna have to tune in next week we'll we'll bookmark it so um yeah thank you everyone sorry to leave it on a cliffhanger and uh we'll see you next week peace out so i need to learn how to stop the live stream from happening without hanging up on you. We could just both hang up.